Okay, you're just you're ready? ready? You're not ready? We have to record. Okay, I already pushed record. Okay, wait, I have to push. Stop. Today is a very special episode of Sonderless the Podcast. It is a, a birthday episode as well as an anniversary episode. It is the anniversary of when we started this grand experiment, this 52-week challenge. See, on my birthday was when that fateful call with John and I happened. Now, we didn't actually start recording it or sharing with folks till about a month later. But for those of us who have been working on this project, it really is like it all began and the ball started rolling on my birthday. So we thought we would do a special episode. It's going to be in three parts. And I have to tell you that I'm as surprised as you are about some of the content. What happened on my birthday, that day that I usually dread, is that friends of mine presented me with a video, a video where all of my friends have been invited to share whatever it was, hopes and dreams that they had for me, or just messages to me. They were beautiful. Now, I'd already asked some of my friends to record things just for the podcast based around the four challenges, and everything kind of fell into three categories. So this episode is going to be in three movements, three separate areas. And although these were all wishes for me, I hope that you find yourself inspired and that you find yourself, whatever it is that's holding you in that state of Sonderless, you find yourself interested, intrigued, inspired to move beyond Sonderless. Well, it is my birthday eve again. <laughs> I have about 45 more minutes where I will be 37. And as you may or may not remember, Sonderless started on my birthday last year. And although technically the challenges didn't start till mid-October, the actual idea of it was birthed on my birthday last year. So I thought it'd be important for me to look back look back over the last year, the things I've learned, the things I've grown in, the things I'm looking forward to. I also want to share with you some words from some of my friends. As I sat on the couch, I was filled with almost all the emotions, but I also was just so grateful. I think sometimes because my life doesn't look the way I want it to, I kind of miss out on how beautiful it is. The fact that I had so many people in my home that were just there to hang out and they get along with each other and It was just an incredible experience along those lines. I love where I live. I get to walk my dog every morning. It's just beautiful. I love my neighbors who are so kind and funny and becoming part of my life. I love that even my really noisy neighbors, I can't hear them in my bedroom, which is so different than my last place. I love that it takes me three minutes to get to work, 12 to get to my favorite beach, And it's just this really positive space where it feels like people can come over and I can do anything that I want to do. It's a really special place. And I'm so grateful that I made the choice to leave the place that I thought I loved so much, my condo. I moved to a place that is all me. So I got to say, John, I love where I live. Okay, so the challenge you told me is that in 52 weeks, if I can't figure out how to love my life, that you're moving me. Yeah. Are Are you still serious about it? Yeah, absolutely. Are you serious about it? It doesn't matter if I'm serious. Of course I'm serious about it. 
Okay, because we are, you're putting it out there for the world to hear now. So, I turned 37, and I live in literally the most suburban place you could possibly yeah. live, right? You live in a retirement community. Basically. I live in this uh, town that, like, everyone is married and has children. There's nothing there. I think it's somewhere between Tijuana and Rosarito. <laughs> I think it's somewhere right in there. But it definitely requires a passport. Yeah, nobody comes to visit me because I used to live in a town called Costa Mesa and then I moved uh, down south and I'm turning 37 and there's like no dating pool. There's none. <laughs> Do you remember the last time we had a phone conversation and I was crying about my life and I really needed to get it together and you told me that all I was doing was sort of romanticizing everyone else's life. And you, yes. And you said there are a couple of things you wanted me to do. And what did you say? If I don't in 52 weeks, you're going to rent a truck. Yeah, we're going to rent a truck and we're just going to move you. But it's at, at the mercy of me. So I'm going to blindfold myself and point on a map. <laughs> and that's where you have to move. It could be Nepal. It could be Nepal. It could be Bolivia. It could be Newark, New Jersey. <laughs> You do know I'm an ordained clergy member, and so, like, my bosses move me. You don't get to move me. Uh, I'm like a boss in life, so <laughs> I move who I want. Okay. You have to love where you live, and whether that's finding a community in Mexico where you live. I don't live in or, Mexico. Or moving to a new community that's that's better suited for where you're at in life and not a retirement community <laughs> on the beach in Mexico. You've kind of always pictured me as a golden girl, haven't you? Blanche, own it. Hey, Sarah, this is Jonathan. I think this next year is going to be a tremendous year for you. Uh, you're settling into a new place. You're closer to the church. I just think you're on the cusp of a huge breakthrough in your life. I don't know what that may be, but I just feel like it's going to be a tremendous year of growth, learning, and stability for you. So I wish you well. Many blessings ahead. Bye. So the next challenge. I had to love my job. Well, this was my first Sunday back after taking a renewal leave for a month. And I looked around the room and realized that, man... I may not always love being a lead pastor, but I love this community and I love that I get to have them in my life. And I love that for this time, I got to be their pastor. Do I know what's next? Nope. Sarah Heath, happy birthday. I hope you have a really special, wonderful day. Most importantly, we want you to know that you're loved regardless of what you do, all that stuff. Uh, you could drop everything tomorrow and we would still love and appreciate you. Have a really amazing day. So what's the challenge? 52 weeks. So 52 weeks. So okay. challenges and you have to love your job. I like my job. You have to like your job, but I think you should love your job. What do you think is wrong with my job? I don't think anything's wrong with your job. I don't think anything's wrong with any job. But I think... Uh, just judging from our past conversations, there's always, you have a lot of different passions. So, and sometimes you feel like, and I'm just paraphrasing and I'm reading and I could be way off, so stop me if I'm wrong. But okay. I feel like, you feel like your job stops you from pursuing your other passions. Oh. Am I right? Pastor? I mean, sometimes, yeah. Or I feel like sometimes. I'm not a normal human being because of my job. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, it limits you in certain ways, whether it's personal, uh, even and some professional. So I think you need to you need to be in a position where you're loving your job, and your job is not um, draining you. It's it, you know everybody's job is going to be draining at some points, but overall it can't be a just a, a life suck. So okay. I think you need to be, and that's easy for uh, people in the ministry to let, especially pastors, to let their job suck everything out of their life and then they burn out. Okay, but I don't have to leave my job in a year. I just have to figure out a way to love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying... Or put it in the right place. Okay. Yeah, so, but I think it it needs to be something that's that's propelling you forward with where you want to go. Happy birthday, little sis. I uh, love you so much. Uh, I'm super proud of all you've accomplished, uh, but more so of you as a person. Uh, you've always been a, a rock for me through tough times and good times, uh, but also an inspiration to both lead and enjoy the experiences of life. Um, flat out an, an interesting and deep person, and I love that so much about you. Um, never lose that. I hope you never lose the opportunity to explore that. Uh, can't wait to see you in tenor soon. Uh, we just love you so much. Sarah, this is Bethany. Um, my message for you to take into your next year would be to learn to trust your choices more. And also, you can't say yes to everything, so um, make the most of what you say yes to. And I hope you have a wonderful year, and I love you. Hey, Sarah. This is Ryan Wood. Um, I just want to tell you that no matter what direction your journey takes you over this next year, walk through it knowing that you have worth and believing in your value. Hi Sarah, it's Jenna. Um, I just wanted to thank you for creating a space for me, both in your life and in church. Uh, There's not a lot of um, people that I could say that to and could mean it fully. So thank you so much. Happy birthday. Happy 38th. Love you. Bye. All right. So starting to date. Well, I have been following along with the dating modules. And although I have not turned on the dating apps tomorrow evening, I have a scheduled time with my, um, my former mentor, that she said she wanted to pray with me as I turned on the apps. Now that may sound crazy, but I think it's going to take divine intervention, not for the other person, but for me, for me to finally like actually give this thing a real go. And I have to do it because I have a group of women who are depending on me too. That's the joy of being coached in a community and group. They actually ask me if I'm doing the tasks. Okay, what else? Okay. Dating. Oh. Here's the big one. <laughs> I know, but I haven't. Here's the I'm... big one. And right now, I'm gonna I'm gonna Thor's hammer you oh, right, on, right on the head. Full <laughs> silver hammer. What? Uh, so, mm-hmm. what's your biggest complaint about dating in Southern California? My biggest complaint? Uh, yeah, I've heard it before, and I'm just gonna get you to say it. There's not any good guys in Southern. There's California. not any good guys. So. So you have this belief that you're not going to find a guy in Southern California. Do you not? I don't, I guess I feel like I'm in the park. 
You guess. <laughs> okay, yes, I feel like that a little bit because okay. Anytime I've tried, because I tried, I tried the, I tried the internets. You've tried lots of stuff. It's not that I don't think they're good guys. It's that I think that my like things that I like and being from more than one place and all that kind of stuff. I feel like the things that make me me. I'm not going to find someone who can relate to that because when I do find those people, they like they they disappear and it's hard. So okay, sorry, I interrupted you. Okay, so. Now you're rationalizing. I'm not going to let you do that. Uh, now it's going to get really uncomfortable. Okay, so I will, I will give you that you have tried different mm-hmm. things. But you have tried through the lens of <laughs> I'm not going to find someone who meets the, the things I need and I want. I'm not going to find that right guy here. So you've tried, but that lens filtering everything you're looking at and you're trying says I'm not going to find anyone. Yeah. So I think that limits really... You're trying. It feels like you're trying, but you're really not trying. It's okay. kind of like when you're working out and you feel like you're exhausted. You feel like you have nothing left, but really your body is capable of doing so much more. That's exactly so I how like, I feel on a first date. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so now my challenge for you is you have yeah. to work, find a way to get rid of that mindset. Okay. And it may be real. You may not find someone, but you have to get rid of that mindset. And you have to go all in for really trying to date and trying new things that you haven't done before. Because there's still things you haven't done. Yeah, we can be honest. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm like the most. This is the trust I'm not the, I know. I'm not the most like everyone thinks I'm this bold person. And when it comes to dating, I'm really just not. I live in one of the most populated states in, this, in the entire country. And I can't find a date. Well, clearly you haven't been taking advantage of the conference circuit. I mean, that's a, that's a hot spot. <laughs> so what do you say? I like subtly hint from the stage. If you like yeah. what you hear, how about buying um, me a drink? Absolutely. You got to put out the vibe. Maybe you've never <laughs> seen It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. The Nightman Cometh. <laughs> Sweet D uses her solo as a chance to uh, tell all the boys that she's single and mm. waiting to meet them. So I'm just saying, maybe you throw that out there. Sarah Marinara. Um, I didn't have much time to think about this message because uh, I got to go. And uh, yeah, but uh, I will say that you're amazing and I love you and you're great and you're my mom. You are my mom. You're my mom. Boogie, woogie, woogie. I also had to have friends outside of work. That was a neat part about having my housewarming party is that everybody came over. And what I noticed is that even though some of them were from old ministries, a lot of my church friends were here. And maybe that's not so bad. Maybe it's okay to have people who um, are part of your community be part of your social structure too. I'm working that out. In fact, (laughs) today for my birthday, I went to a birthday tea with uh, Bethany, my health coach, who has become one of my close friends. And of course, Amy, my administrative assistant, who might as well be my PA. I could have sat in that restaurant for hours talking to them. I didn't feel lonely or sad that it was my birthday. Every year I have hated my birthday. I hate getting older. This year, although the prospect of getting older isn't great, I've just really enjoyed being around people. 
And I really enjoyed feeling like they were present to me and I was present to them and we were celebrating together. Tomorrow I'm going to go to the spa. I'm taking a day off. It's abnormal for me. I'm really looking forward to it. Okay, so love where I live. Yep. Go actually try, go on some dates. Yep. Love my job. Yep. What's Number four revolves your social life and your friends. Okay. Now, you've done better about this. I, I will say this. But, okay, so the, so the challenge for you is to have friends that are not involved in your ministry. Okay. So, new, I'll say 52 weeks. Mm-hmm. That's 12 months. I say, well, I shouldn't do it. I'll say add six new friends. Six new friends? I have so many friends. Uh, 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 six okay. new friends that you regularly hang out with. Regularly Ma- hang out with? Maybe I not. Time. Sure you do. Okay. You make time for what's important to you. If you don't have time to, to date, you don't have time to, to find a community that, you, that you're that uh, you a part of. You, you find six new friends. That's not that hard. Okay. You find one, you find six. <laughs> it's like ants. Yeah, exactly. But they can't be ministry related because you hang out with a lot of people that and are in your like ministry and you feel like you're working. So you need, and there's some people that will transcend both because they're special people, mm-hmm. but people that are ministry tend to think of you as their pastor and they can be an energy suck. Okay. So we've got our four things. Okay. You think I can do it in a year? Where are you going to move me? You're really not going to tell me? I don't know. I'm literally going to look at a map. (laughs) It'll be somewhere nice. (laughs) Oh my goodness, Sarah. Happy birthday. Um, Gosh, it feels like... I mean, we've only hung out a couple times. um, And yet, I feel like you are a soul friend. And... I'm so grateful for you, um, for the ways that you rally around people, uh, the ways that you fight for people. Um, you are absolutely radiant and someone that I want to be like. Um, I was going to say when I get older, but that doesn't sound very nice on your birthday. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I'm so grateful for you, Sarah. Um, I really hope that your birthday is magical and everything that you want it to be. Um, and um, celebrate. Love you. Bye. Hey, Mama Heath. This is your fake daughter, Lauren Wong. Um, happiest of birthdays. I'm so happy that I got to spend a little FaceTime with you. And I hope that for this upcoming year, you are full of everything it means to be you and really centered in what it means to be Sarah Heath on this earth and loving into that because I know that I've appreciated it in my life and it has been a guiding beacon for me. So I hope that you can spend some time reflecting on that for yourself. Love you so much. And I am so happy we can still be close and see each other in person. 
All right. Hang out with you soon. Bye. Hey, Sarah. It's Amy. I am at your birthday party right now, and it's been epic. I'm loving that you're loving your new place and all the changes that you're making and all the changes that you will be making. Um, I'm just so proud of you for being so brave and tackling both the challenges John gave you and then the challenges that you've given yourself along the way. And I just hope that you embrace um, this next year of seeing where you're going next and being willing to jump in and not a, and having the courage to just take those challenges that you give yourself now um, and uh, make the changes that need to be made and being brave and trusting that um, you're going where you need to be going. And uh, I hope to be, go along with you on the way, but if, if uh, you go on to bigger and better things, um, I just, I'll be there to cheer you on. So love you. So I think those are all the areas. Love my job, love where I live, have friends outside of work, start dating again. There they are, the core four. I'm still not done though. So you've got a couple more weeks with me. I have no idea where all of this is headed, but my life has changed a lot over the last year. Last year, I watched the sunset in Laguna Beach and tomorrow I plan to do the same thing bit of a tradition for me. There is something so strange about entering into my late 30s. A lot of my friends have crossed over into the 40s. Most of them, however, are married. Most of them, however, seem to have a career or something that they feel like they've really done. It was interesting. Watching the video of my friends talk about who they thought I was, I thought, man, she sounds amazing. Listening to even my brother describe someone who inspires him, It's crazy to think how lucky I am that people are telling me this. I actually had this moment where I thought of an old Golden Girls. Uh, It was a Golden Girls where Sophia faked her death so that she could hear people talk about her. I didn't have to do that to hear people say such incredible things about me. I'm so grateful. And I don't want to miss out on being grateful because things don't look the way I want them to. There is this scene in the movie Under the Tuscan Sun. I've probably mentioned it before because it's like one of my favorite scenes in a movie and yet it always kind of breaks my heart a little bit. If you don't know the movie, it's about a woman who has been heartbroken after divorce and ends up going to Tuscany on her own while she's in like a tour group, finds a house that she ends up buying and she kind of prays and hopes that it will be filled with love, community, children, laughter. And it doesn't exactly turn out the way she was thinking it would. Instead, the love is of uh, a guy that works on her home, not her. It's like this incredible story where she ends up creating family in this foreign land. And it's a beautiful, beautiful story. But it's only when she recognizes that every piece of her life that she was really hoping for is present that she actually has a hint of at the very end of the movie of she herself finding love. I wonder if that's my story. If I'm lucky enough to get to realize how incredible my life is before it's even over or before, you know, whatever it might be, I feel like I am so lucky. I go into this next year with gratitude. I mean, I wish you could see the sights I see on this patio here, overlooking, I think, a city that I love so much. I don't know that I'm staying here, but I know that for at least the next year, 
I'm going to make this place my home. 38 is going to be great. 38 is the year that I dare. Last year, it was the year that I challenged myself. Well, this year, I'm going to keep going, keep pushing. I'm excited. I am. I'm actually excited. It's kind of weird to think about. I often say I'm excited, but really, I'm excited for what next year holds. So, I've only got like 30 more minutes of being 37. It's been a weird year. I think it's been good. It's been a lot of tears, a lot of laughter, a lot of joy, a lot of angst. But I think I'm finding the real me, and I can't wait to meet her more. inspired and touched as I was by all of the different hopes and dreams that people had for me. And I bet that it's not far off to think that people have the same hopes and dreams for you and that you have them for yourself. So the question and challenge for you, my friends, is how are we going to make these things happen? How are we going to partner with the divine, partner with those around us to create this world where Sonderless isn't a thing because we are so present and excited and happy about our own lives? I can only hope that we're moving toward it. I know that's my biggest hope and dream for this next year for me. It has been a crazy year, and I'm so glad that we're in this challenge together. And we still have two more episodes together. Man, 37 was hard. I hope 38 is great. Sonderless, the podcast is hosted by me, Sarah Heath. This episode was edited and mixed by Chad Michael Snavely and the team at CM Studio. To find out more about them, visit cmstudio.co. Sonderless website was created by Alex Maldonado. The theme song was written and performed by Daniel Roberts. You can visit us anytime at sonderlessthepodcast.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for updates and exclusive content. If you like the show, hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Most importantly, leave a review. It's a great way to spread the word and help people find the show. So until next time, thank you so much for listening and keep looking for your bliss. So you just ate a bunch of haagen Yes. Yes, okay. I did. That was our lead-in to me recording. <laughs> um, all right. So you have to tell, talk through the challenge. All you have to say is, number four, you have to find a friend group that is outside of your work group. And then you can just uh, say, you, want, you can say however you want, but you want me to find friends. Okay. Go. Am I live? You're live. All right. So the fourth challenge is you must find friends that are outside your work circle. Too okay. Many of your- Oh, is that it? No. Oh, no. Say it again. I was just, I was actively listening. You can start again. (laughs) So I'm going to start all the way over. Oh, oh, wait. Hold on. Dog's barking. And go. 
shit. <laughs> the fourth, the fourth challenge is you have to find friends. Nope, I don't want to say that. Blah. Okay, that's fine. All right, here we go again. I'm ready. Take fifty-seven. <laughs> the f- <laughs> is this is gonna be okay. The outtakes are incredible, by the way. Okay, go ahead. Take fifty-eight. Take fifty-eight. The fourth challenge is you must find friends outside your work circle. Right now, I believe that too many of the people you're hanging around with are associated with work, and I think you have a hard time separating the two. So you need a clear distinction. So you need new friends that are outside that circle, which opens you up to meeting people that are new. I have to meet new people. Yes. Not it, don't, but that's not offensive to any of the old people that I know because they're pretty great. Yes, I'm not, nothing against them. I I know many of them and I love them okay. dearly. But <laughs> but I have to find new friends. This year is about expansion, not it is about expansion. stagnant, not being stagnant. All right, so that's all we need. I'm going to hit pause.